Hello, handsome dads. Welcome to Jack's Tap, episode 32. It is May 14th, 2020, and we've got another great episode with a great guest. My old friend Taylor Alarcon is on the show today. Uh, I haven't seen him in probably five plus years, but we talked about some old stories from growing up, embarrassing tales from my youth specifically. Uh, we talked about his many, many different talents and passions. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's a DJ. He did track and field in high school and college. That college was Brown University, a little, little Ivy League there. Pretty good. And uh, yeah, he's a very interesting guy. It was a great podcast. I hope you enjoy Taylor Alarcon on Jack's Tap. Just one look at you. And I know it's going to be. Here we go. Yo. Yes. What up, bro? How you doing? Long time no see, bro. I know. Chilling, it's been chilling. A long How time. Not so much, just got off the phone with an eight-year-old, you know, as you do. How is that? <laughs> it's fine. It's weird, dude. Like, I mean, there's obviously a lot of stigma with, like, video chatting with kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is yeah. weird. But it's funny how, like, because I work with kids who have, like, special needs or um, it's oh, but, like, uh, behavioral issues or, like, anxiety, like that, too. So, right only one of my three kids is like even kind of signed up for these video chats the other two haven't even done yeah. it and then back, back and it's forth tough. back and forth with the parents and the administration that are like ah we don't want to have them on the phone with you or okay yeah let's do it and then mm -hmm. i do it and then i'm sitting here waiting for the eight-year-old to show up and he never does a lot of times so Oof. it's a weird Oof. vibe yeah, yeah. Hey, you're doing you're doing great work though. It sounds like it's dope, right? I'm trying my best, yeah. But uh, getting ghosted yeah, yeah. by eight year olds <laughs> in the process. Yeah. Hey, you can't escape the ghost, unfortunately. No yeah. matter where you are. Yeah. It's What's tough. up, bro? How you been? Long time no see. I know, <laughs> I know you're recording right now, but it's been a minute. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is what it is. Yeah. When yeah, was yeah. the last time we saw each other? Dude, probably like. Yeah, I was talking it's, uh, it's been we yeah, saw each other in college 20, at some point. Maybe 2015, like yeah. at least like five years. Yeah. I actually don't live in the same neighborhood anymore, so that's why I don't see anybody. Right. Where are you now? Yeah. So my parents moved out to Naperville, you know, cheaper oh. house, bigger house. Nice. You know, they're like, I why mean, not? It, that's the move um, of like most parents, I feel like, once we graduate high school and they're like, right. let's get the fuck out of this area. Yeah. It's too expensive <laughs> like, and there's no benefit now exactly exactly so we're out there now so anytime i'm home i'm out there like an hour from the north shore but yeah um i live out here in california now um it's crazy times bro just yeah. locked down right now what are you doing for oh, hopefully i'm not uh you know taking off a band-aid that sucks but what are you doing for work right now because you you've done yeah you worked for jp morgan i did yeah and then I you worked yeah. and then you worked um What's the other like main place that you worked at? The last one you had? Adobe. Yeah. Dude. I was at Adobe for now, almost three years. Right. Yeah. But now you're independent. You're a photographer, you're a writer, Correct. and you're a producer. Yeah, yeah. So what obviously you can still yes, do your own yeah. thing, but what is there left for you to do? What are you doing? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I quit my job. I am living out here. So the original plan for context, and this sure. has always been a funny story that I've been telling people. Um, my girlfriend and I, we were like, you know, just living that corporate life, you know, working and whatnot, um, paying off student loans, all the above. And then we were like, man, this is like, you know, we were like two years in and we were like, wow, this is, you're working for somebody else. Um, we had a lot of projects we wanted to do, whether it was together or separate, just like creatively or intellectually or whatever. And then we also love traveling. So we were like, you know, you read on BuzzFeed all the time, people just quit their jobs and they travel the world for like two years and they never come back or they come back and they just hop right back in. Yeah. Um, so we were, I was just like, we were just like chilling one night. I was like, yo, what if we like did that? And then we spent like six months planning and that was the plan, right? We were going to quit. We were going to travel. We were going to move to South America and just like write and like do art and just like live that nomad lifestyle. Damn. Two days before our flight um it got really bad like the covid stuff got really bad like around she called her dad NBA cancels dude yeah yeah exactly like that's when we knew yeah it was, it was like, like oh shit they're willing over. to give up money all right yeah uh-huh exactly so um yeah like literally two days before our flight down to chile we were we were on our way we were like packed and ready and like our apartment uh, was empty um bad, uh, but two days blows. before our flight we we're like yeah probably does not make sense <laughs> given the current state Good call not so, going because now we're up here in Sacramento. who would have, yeah. you know, maybe you wouldn't have been able to get back. We would have been stuck down there, bro. We would yeah. have been quarantined for at least two weeks and then like catching and a flight back and being scared. And, like, and your yeah, first so. two weeks in Chile, it's not like you've gotten to know the culture at all. And yeah, like, you know, yeah. some of the and my pharmacies. Spanish is still a little broke, you know, it's not like <laughs> I'm not fluent. Like I was hoping to go down there and like get fluent. But like if we yeah. were down there in the middle of a pandemic and I'm over here, yeah. like, Donde esta la biblioteca, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. just trying to figure out right. life. But yeah. Now, yeah, now we're posted and uh, I'm freelancing. Yeah, I'm doing photography. Uh, I'm working on music, which, you know, that's more of like fun. That's like, you know, where my heart is. I, I wouldn't say that that's like a source of revenue. Okay. Um, and I've been just like pitching articles to different publications. Just trying to live in that freelance life, bro. It's that's different dope. for sure. Do you have your own website? Because I know you got all sorts of social and everything. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's just TaylorAllercon.com. How'd you yeah. make it? I'm looking to make a website right now. Squarespace. Honestly. It's, that was my it's, favorite one of the make yourself. But I was like, do I yeah. want to spend money and make it myself or just get somebody to make it? That that like one. So I, I got my first website when I was in college and I had that student discount. And mm -hmm. that, by the, at that point, it was chill. But now it's like a nice 150 a year yeah which is like over ten dollars a month i'm like that's yeah. kinda, that's like a bill and i was like, <laughs> like that's like utilities yeah right yeah. yeah and i was like uh they say it's super simple but i'm not great at this so it'd yeah. also be me like frustratingly yeah. making probably yeah. a lesser product yeah yeah it's yeah. uh it's cool it's it's i would say it's pretty seamless like like they have a lot of really dope templates. Uh, you can set up like an e-commerce page if you want to sell stuff. You can set up like, you can have all your audio stuff on there. It's, it's a really good yeah. host, but it's just that 150 a year that you kind of yeah. got to commit to, but I well, enjoy it. We're bringing in a lot from this podcast. I don't know if you saw, but we got our first sponsor last week. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Dude, congrats. <laughs> Let's go. What is that? It's Terry's Sativa Juice. I'm so dead. What is that? Who's Terry? It's, well, it's well, he's a guy that's been perfecting the most natural sativa juice Fire. formula. That's a screen cleaner and protector. There's four whole fluid wow. ounces in there, Taylor. There you go. 
and it's 100 percent natural sativa juice sponsorships boom but, sign me up i've been wanting to make fake commercial sketches so uh, this just says ativa screen cleaner and protector i was yeah, gonna do yeah, a long alliteration it. but yeah i can see it i can see it yeah so Start that's somewhere Looks that'll cover the there. that'll cover the website nice i, I mean yeah literally <laughs> little things you know yeah uh, quick 150 yeah. at least a year what were you up next year and get a better contract once we yeah, put yeah, them yeah. Up, there you go. There you once go. we put them yeah. on the map how about you bro what's good are you still in uh you still in shy how's the podcast going it's going good. Uh, I'm Bro. in like the north of Chicago, so I'm still technically in the city, but about as close to Evanston as you can be, because I work uh, at yeah. Rogers Park. Yeah, pretty much. Ish. Yeah, yeah, got you. It's called West Ridge, but it's right next to Rogers Park. Nice, nice. It's cool um, area. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's really Quite nice. Well. I got a nice um, big apartment, and I live by myself. Nice. Um, Tight. Which has been huge during this. I mean, it's a little, yeah. a little bit lonely on your own but for the most part yeah. i'm very happy that i have like a bunch of space that i kind of can do whatever the fuck yeah. i want and i don't you feel do cramped thing. this time you last year step on people's your roommates toes and yeah know, this time fun. this time last year i was living with uh you remember austin lieberman obviously yeah, yeah. dude yeah. he came through us up <laughs> that's right like, with his girlfriend like, right like a year ago dude okay yeah. that's fucking right dude all right, so me yeah. and him, we were back on the roof. Here. It was tight. Yeah, that's the least surprising part of that visit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you often smoked. Um, what? When you saw each other again? <laughs> what? So that was his first trip with Gal, who is now his girlfriend of since then. And yeah, me yeah. and him signed a lease to live together just before that road trip. And then uh -huh. oh, she, and she was going to go back to Israel because she... Uh -huh. from israel and then yeah, yeah, yeah. i think a cup like a month or two into us living together he asked if she could move in with us and i said no oh, word. and then uh, <laughs> yeah. he had her move in anyway for four months so there this time last year i could have been Please. living in a apartment half the size with a couple there you go so yeah good good for you yeah. <laughs> you got your own space now it's yeah. much better it's much better yeah. <laughs> as much as i love them both yeah she's super cool awesome oh, yeah. the homie great couple great people don't want to live with people them. yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah i've heard <laughs> i've heard great things about your girlfriend from tommy when he visited you guys dude yeah tommy was out here too man yeah. that was that was cool yeah Did you guys smoke or what uh yeah yeah, yeah i think so <laughs> like trying to remember yes that's exactly what we did um Tommy's the big homie. Yeah, he was out here. We partied a few times. He came through the crib. He was at his oh. uncle's working at a startup. Yeah. And yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That was so when I was at my old spot. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Is he out there in Chicago? Dude. Yep. Yeah. Him and Sam Rose lived together in um, at Lincoln Park. It's off Belmont on Lakeshore. Like pretty much right on okay. Sheridan. Cool, cool, cool. It's yeah, a cool spot. Nice. They live yeah, in a I building Chicago, with. Man. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna be able to enjoy like the only great part of Chicago, though. Yeah, the summer. Yeah. They just Hopefully. closed the beaches through June. Honestly, yeah, Mayor Lightfoot. I've been following her on Twitter. She's lit, bro. She's fucking she's going out yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta appreciate that. She, she drops she's a auntie. 
she drops a strong foot down on these fucking pandemics. Yes, she really does. It's been incredible to watch and keep track of. You're in Sacramento? Yeah, currently in Sac because we, um, man, like the story I told you. So we were, right. we were moved. Our lease was up. Damn. So we quickly got an Airbnb for two weeks and we were like, let's figure out what the hell we're going to do. Yeah. Um, a little stressful, but also we kind of just like knew, you know, just like, you know, yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and we just got lucky. Like she has a friend from high school who lives up here in Sacramento who had an extra room. Damn. We we're like, yo, we, we have one backpack full of stuff each. Yeah. So it was easy, <laughs> you know, top, top up to Sacramento. Yeah. Um, been posted up here for a while. Just, just chilling, kicking it with the roomies. That's pretty resourceful of you, Taylor. Trying, man. Trying. <laughs> kind of so, forcing function, but. Are you actually like subletting there or is it just, you're just kind of crashing and you'll leave when it's you get. Very much the latter. <laughs> and thank, thank God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, I'm not working, but, uh, absolutely. You know, that's what that's what love is for you know i got good homies hold you down and we, yep. we got her back you know uh yep. long term but and we'll see like we're hoping to travel at some point but yeah the dude. way things are panning out man it's like we're probably just gonna stay in the u.s for, for yeah. a good amount of time yeah it sucks dude because i mean i was kind of starting to think more about like la and new york for comedy tight at yeah. some point it needs to yeah, yeah. go there pretty much yeah um a mm -hmm. little bit less nowadays because you can do anything on the internet but for what i want right, to do right. uh yeah. it would be la or new york and thank god i did not move there yeah make that move yeah <laughs> right before in like yeah. you know late, early march yeah at least i could speak the language but i would have been unemployed yeah. probably working at some sort of live performance venue where you cannot fucking yeah, where it would have been shut down yeah yeah, yeah. Have you been out? Have you been out there to LA or New York and checked out the comedy scene? I've only heard about no, it. No, so dude, I, I actually haven't. And like, I was out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. No, I need to. It's if that's where I want to move, I kind of need to. So this summer, yeah. spring break. Right in. Yeah, I'll just go over there. Maybe yeah, I'll go to Chile. Okay. Do they have a good stand-up scene? Hey, I don't know. How's your Spanish? No, but <laughs> you'd actually be a killer over there. You know. A little yeah. uh, Spanish with an English, with an American accent, or yeah. just speak straight up English. You know, they'll, they'll love that. There's, this, there's a niche market there for it. Un, there you go. Un poquito mercado. There you go. <laughs> so your Spanish is fire, is yeah. what you just said. And yeah. fuego, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so I was going to go to L.A. over spring break. And mm. it was funny because, like, tickets were then going down to, like, $60. And I was like, this is perfect yeah. fucking timing. This is great, yeah. And I was going <laughs> to get it. And then it was like, oh, there's going to be nothing over there to do. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And they're shut down. Did you see the mayor said till July? Or yeah, through all July? The and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know People were still can... trying to hit the beach and yeah. partying. What do you think about this? But like, do you, do you think it's time you know, to start getting back into it or to really play it safe? I mean, I think, um, you know, small businesses are definitely suffering. Yeah, man. But at the end of the day, man, like this, this shit is viral, you know? I mean, I, I was reading today that um, other countries, you know, like, first of all, it's kind of just trial and error globally. Like yeah. every, like Sweden, Maybe it was Denmark, like opened up schools. Like, I read, I read that many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were trying to get the herd, uh, herd immunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. So 
they're just trying it and like some other countries are like trying stuff and it's clearly not working so then they have to roll back those like i guess roll in like i don't know they rolled back the like the regulations to like ease tensions and be like no we can slowly open up the economy and then people start getting sick again so now they're like actually no we should uh (laughs) everyone go back home it's Um, weird because like the 1918 spanish flu the second wave that was in the fall was just ginormous and it was because everybody kind of got cocky and they let it go but i don't know it seems like this isn't as deadly you know what i mean yeah probably not like especially as we learn more about like the number of asymptomatic people that just like aren't getting it but it's weird because like my mom she has a couple different autoimmune disorders she's 60 plus my dad Mm. had cancer twice he's 60 plus wow so i'm worried about that but at the same time i'm just like la saying we're closed through july and we're not going to reopen until there's a cure it's like there probably won't be for like almost a year and a half or something yeah and that's like being super optimistic i just feel like yeah let georgia and vegas test it out we'll let them go go. for two weeks see what happens after those two weeks to a month then reassess instead of just like you know what not doing anything until we have a cure that's fair i i agree with that i think there needs to be a more like um flexible pragmatic approach towards just like as we figure out like keep like learning and figure out information and like adjust accordingly because i agree like people are tripping on both sides people are like no, fuck it. Open up the economy because it's a fluke. And no, like, screw that. We're not going to see each other till 2021. It's yeah. Like, it's like, we can't let anyone die. It's like, well, people die. We need to also just look at the number of people that die. Have you looked at, yeah, like, yeah. people that die from other stuff during this? Yeah. I, am sh- <laughs> I am so shocked at the numbers of people who, like, die from the flu and cars. Yeah, it's everything. Cars are different. It's not a virus. But it was just yeah, like, yeah. holy shit. A lot of people die. So it it felt (laughs) less terrible when I saw just like, oh, like Mm -hmm. people are just dying. Our roommate is in uh, med school. So we we always get into it just like randomly we'll be talking about it. And she was saying like, yeah, like I think in general there's a misconception um, that zero people, yeah, like in general zero people are going to die. Like it's not that we're going to like, we're just going to stop it. It's about controlling it yeah. um just like we control the flu or just like we control anything else yeah um so people have unrealistic expectations but it is crazy times out here you know what's nuts yeah. and i wonder if your roommate knows anything about this have you ever heard of michael yo mm-hmm. the comedian how do you spell the last name wyo just wyo you know he's actually i think he's black and asian <clears throat> aren't you your mom is Filipino, hey, right? Maybe he was at the barbecue. Last <laughs> yeah, <weekend>. you, <laughs> so you know him, right? Um, yeah, yeah. He, um, no, you're good. Um, yeah, my mom's Filipino. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, half, right, like him. right. He, uh, what was it? His doctor said to not, so he got COVID. It was really bad. He went to New York for a show. Oh, and then he flew back. Or no, he oh, had to stay in New York. He, he had to stay in New York. And he was uh-huh. so bad, he got pneumonia then too. It was like horrible. And he was in the hospital for like seven to 10 days. And then yeah. when they want, they wanted to put him on a ventilator, but his doctor yeah. said, no, don't put him on a ventilator. It tells the body it doesn't need to keep trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. have you like, apparently the numbers of people that go on ventilators, most of them die. Obviously yeah. they're in a critical condition. 
you have but a, it's like apparently it pumps the lung right it's a crutch yeah so that'll be interesting to look back if after all this we're like you know actually ventilators were a terrible idea we were killing people yeah right i know and we won't know until they're doing that assessment like after it's all over which is i know like, and we're part. like and making all these ventilators now that'll get there like way too late it's wild yeah i think it's crazy to be our age and this is happening because you know we lived through 9-11 we lived through like sars like i was asking my mom about it i was like apparently sars happened in like oh right. one like i was like learning about it and it was like time. almost a hundred thousand people died quick fact checked that is very incorrect of me uh according to the cdc.gov a total of 8098 people worldwide were infected with sars during the 2003 outbreak of these 774 people died in the united states only eight people had laboratory evidence of the sars cove infection so uh not even close and the economy didn't shut down at all so whoops back to the show yeah yeah exactly um yeah. but i think especially in this age of like virality and information and then us just happening happening to be 20 somethings it's like we're in a very interesting we have a very interesting perspective on the situation right for sure. yeah because um, i'm like which is just i don't you know i'm still getting paid for my job which i've found right. out that i actually would have gotten paid more if i went on unemployment but that's neither here nor there i'm, no. happy, to, <laughs> I'm happy to still have yeah. my job it's fine right, um, right, right. But uh, I don't care too much about staying in. Like, this kind of suits me well. I'm good at just kind of laying yeah, low yeah. and being alone. But it is Doing like, stuff. all right, I'm 25. I probably shouldn't spend a year and a half just, like, waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard. Because it's I, I saw. Bit, yeah, it's anxiety-inducing. I saw a friend of mine who I do comedy with. He said, I don't care, like, like I'd rather uh, every business fail and like the precious economy be destroyed than one life be yeah. lost. And I was like, kind of a dumb perspective yeah. there. A lot of people are going to die if nobody has jobs. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's hard. It's hard to. Uh, but again, like, dude, if like to say that yeah. if the Spanish flu, if it comes back like that, I don't want to be the guy that was like, I want a fucking haircut, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that's like we can all just do what like we individually can do to like keep ourselves safe and then yeah. doing so we're keeping everybody else safe yeah um and i guess however you it just at that point it becomes a question of whether you want to keep yourself safe or right. you want yeah. your business to thrive and that's right. everyone else's individual subjective um, yeah. decision to make yep um, yeah it's weird because they're like gonna... you're protecting other people but yeah 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 so I'm, i will stay in the house for a long time ago. Bro, there's so much good shit on Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and all that stuff we did. The Last Dance. I'm sure you're watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fire. Any yeah, hot takes about it? Any any thoughts about uh, it? I mean, undoubtedly the GOAT. I think that's the only thing, like the hot take that I have. Like, Dude, affirmed. it's so funny how Jordan is just pulling the strings on this perfectly. Like, he... Yeah. You heard that he granted the film to be made after LeBron beat the Warriors. Did you hear that? Oh, wow. <laughs> So no, they've had this footage. They've had this footage since the '90s, right? And right, they said you will never release it without your permission. And apparently, a bunch of different directors, yeah. even Spike Lee, and Spike Lee always worked with Michael, tried to make it, and he said what? no. 
and then that it was tight yeah that Spike Lee did it yeah I don't know how much better you can make yeah. it but Spike Lee would have had a different twist on it for sure yeah I made agree. it a Spike Lee joint but uh the Spike Lee joint yeah <laughs> a real Spike Lee joint um but this guy apparently had been reaching out to Michael more around when the Warriors were happening and then when LeBron came back and beat that 73 yeah, team, yeah. he called him and was like let's do it <laughs> he's like let's do it so he, thinks, does that. he thinks he's hot now right see my documentary and then they were gonna have it come out every other night during the NBA finals but then when people were asking for it early he's like yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it during the pandemic so now yeah. fucking everybody's watching it I'm making he's literally yeah he's pulling the strings on. I mean he's a businessman bro like he's yeah he's competitive as hell yeah and he's got his brand just like unlocked like he's yeah. like he's got the shoes just he's gonna make money off those shoes till he dies like way past when he dies people that i the kids that i work with know jordan for the shoes not for basketball right 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 yeah so now this see. is actually huge for them because they're watching it it's funny they all mm. do virtual backgrounds in our zoom chats like the whole class so like half yeah, yeah. of them are michael jordan now that's so cute. Man, that sounds cool. fun, though. How many how many kids do you work with? It's a typical class, so it's like 24 kids. Word. And then wow. there's like my th uh, three kids in there. And then there's another, I'm called a parapro, special ed paraprofessional. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's one right. other in the class that like splits the kids with me. Um, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, now I just kind of do the chats to kind of stay connected, yeah. you know. And Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. more important than ever right yeah. now. Right. Um, yeah, man. But yeah. MJ, I've been I've been loving it. Looking forward to Sunday every. every I know, week. <laughs> and it, it's awesome too because I always forget on Sunday that it's happening because I forget yeah, that yeah. it's fucking Sunday. I'm like, I put it in my calendar, bro. Because yeah, it'll be the weekend before I know it, and then I'll get a little notification at four o'clock. Yeah, because it comes on at six o'clock out here, like last dance in two hours. I'm like, let's go! But we have two more episodes, and then yeah. Apparently, watch it bootleg. they were finishing up episode 9 and 10, like, this week. 10 especially. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Slash, but I just, like, I believe it because the world is just, like, yeah. nuts right now. Like, right. that sounds very typical of, like, and it's not like they needed to, all of Hollywood. Yeah. It's not like they needed to interview Michael Jordan or something. It's probably, like, a color correction yeah. or something. But Yeah, still. exactly. Exactly, right. yeah. Tight. Yeah. Hype on it. You know what I realized is, uh, so I've now done, I think this is my 32nd episode, but I've only had guests on for like five episodes now. Yeah, I've, so you uh, had Mikey and Ryan. I had Ryan Mikey and, and Ryan, so that's literally half of our uh, intramural basketball team senior year. Dude, the that chestnut was a And I, I brought up to Ryan, I was like, you remember being on the team together, and he forgot at first, but then I was like, and remember Taylor quit like for the very good call of, he had actual triple jump and track and field to do. And Mikey. A track told, and field back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mikey says to me, I was like, shit, dude, like that sucks. Because I think we only had like six or seven guys. It was you, me, uh, Ryan, yeah, Mikey, Nick, and Jay. I think that's all we had. Maybe one other person. Wow. And then you quit and Mike yeah, was like, yeah. dude, it's great. We get a bunch more shots. I was like, I don't need yeah. five more shots, dude. I need a quick break. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need uh, we need um, br yeah, breaks. Like Some type of rotation. Time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I How'd was... the season end up? Do you remember? Um, I remember scoring a lot of points and just like feeling like I was kind of getting into my game. But I think there we lost. Oh, oh yes, 
actually, we could have used you, dude. Um, we yeah. we beat Cloud and Lazar and Valvasori and Dylan Rudy, those guys. Yeah. They had like yeah, a Jack Cloud and then a uh, Glencoe squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Cloud always loved to go to the Glencoe kids instead of us Wilmette kids. We, uh, we were just – Yeah. Me, uh, Joe Bellafiore, Tommy, Sam, and Dubin – we're remembering a yeah. game we were playing against those Glencoe guys, and we were saying, we'll met versus Glencoe. And uh, Jack, before we even found out if we had a numbers issue, he was like, all right, I'll play with the Glencoe guys. We were like, I'm what? So you're we'll met, man. Why would you play with them? He's like, well, you know, just, yeah. to, just to keep it fair. I was like, you're probably our best player. Like, why would you go to the more athletic team? He's like, J you know. Dude, you, so. played, uh, you played baseball at Williams, right? Oh, yeah. Something like that. All four Williams. years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I think he's an SF. No, he wow. he is, but he's staying at his parents right now. But yeah, oh, no, okay. he's in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like saw on Instagram or something. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, he went from but New York point. to San Fran, so wow. just wanted to spend all of the money. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Yeah, it's a it's a common move, but not yeah. a financially forgiving one. Yeah, I will say. But we beat that team in the regular season, and I think it was like our last game. But then we had to play him yeah. in the first round of the playoffs, and I think we lost in overtime. Mm. Yeah. Glory days. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, all good. We have the memories. It's okay. Yeah. It's on forever. Yeah. I got the shirt still. Wow. It's got, it's got some holes, but I wear it. I like wear the nightly shirt? House. Like the gray one? Yeah. Yeah, I got that one. Sleeveless. Yep. I used to go to the gym when I used oh, to wow. go. I was so sick. Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you High do school, it, the cage, bro. Where it went like so far down your sides. You know, the football oh, I actually do remember you, like, dude. Yeah. yeah, you basically. You piece of shit. Man, what a, what a time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, I was such an asshole. I had Weren't a, we all down? I had a giant gut. Still do. So, you know, I'm not going to be caught with the. Uh, if I'm going sleeveless, it's going to cut off right fucking here. It's stopping. Oh, there dude. You, you could rock it, bro. Oh, I bro, could. Bro, like, on, on the real, though, I remember, like, like your like trajectory um when we were younger like how oh, you yeah. like, lost weight and stuff and i you know like, bad respect like i think it's worth it to stay man to man like thank you thank you very uh you know i don't know impressive i guess i don't know it sounds kind of like it but it is it you know it's it, respectable and it's like tight to see i definitely put in a lot of effort but it helped that i grew to six five for sure if I yeah. stayed, oh if my I, god dude i remember that yeah if i stayed like because I, I used to be I think it was like 5'10 yeah. and like 235. Like an average height. And then it was yeah. like 6'5, 225. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't I lose that, that much, but it just spread the fuck out. That was like early high school or something, right? Yeah. Like when no, was your spurt? Do you remember? I mean, I was always taller, but yeah, it yeah. just kept happening. Then you like, just like shot up. Scotty no, Pippen, no, no, just no, like. Yeah, dude, that's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing about basketball players in these documentaries. Yeah, yeah. They're always like, yeah, you know, he did, like, they give, like, 20 minutes of, like, yeah. the childhood story, and then just in a montage, yeah. and then I grew yeah. seven inches in one summer. It's like, well, there you fucking <laughs> go, dude. That's why you were... Uh, I wonder what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How you got here. Right. Um, yeah, like, Anthony Davis. It's like, yeah, I was 6'4", yeah. and then all of a sudden I was seven foot. It's like, that probably did a little bit more than what the, were you eating? the jump shot. <laughs> I think for Scotty, it's terrible, but like he was growing up with 11 brothers and sisters in a poor household, and then he gets to go out on his own yeah. and like actually like 
eat eat food yeah <laughs> like servings like appropriate like servings of protein and yeah. carbohydrates he's finally like working out at a college and things like that you know i bet his high school didn't yeah. exactly have a crazy weight room or anything yeah or a nice meal plan yeah but yeah that's great yeah got it gotta respect it right or at least be happy for him <laughs> yeah but i went from one of the best athletes at mckenzie just natural mm. raw talent to gaining an insane amount of weight and quitting all sports within like a year. And then I think it was like the big sophomore year of high school. I think I started to really get above six yeah. feet and start actually like, maybe yeah. I shouldn't only eat fast food. Hey man, those, those, uh, early formed habits, bro. Yeah, like, man. I was eating chuck wagon with Nick Bueller. Uh, we did a home run derby one summer going into fifth grade. <laughs> And he introduced yeah. me to Chuck Wagon, and then uh, yes. Sasha knew me by name from then on. Bro, I was there recently for the first time in like five years. Like last time I was home, I went there with my brother. And it hasn't changed in terms of the quality and how freaking good it is. It was amazing. It was nostalgic. Yeah. It's cool how it's just that small little spot. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony's still there, bro. Yeah, man. Tony's the, the best. Yeah. yeah. I was like actually kind of surprised because I remember him being like, older when we were young but he yeah. looks the same i mean also it's probably only been like five six years <laughs> i just <laughs> yeah, we feel a lot older yeah, we're not that old yeah he's yeah, like i'm exactly. 50 fuck you yeah literally <laughs> he's like i've been here every day for the past since you left yeah um all right one thing that happened yeah during that time like seventh eighth grade do you remember uh my crush on emma harris uh, vaguely, very vaguely. So you were there for maybe one of the most embarrassing moments of my childhood. Let's go. Do you have any idea what it is? Um, no, I don't. I, really it, don't. I gave her a gift. Mm, I'm like, like, as you like slowly tell the story, I think. All right, I'll just tell back. it. But yeah. So I went to, uh, I had a crush on her like all year. I don't really remember how long I had been like, you know creepily crushing on her at that yeah. point no but, man it's it's, it's middle, middle school slash high school yeah crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but i went and got her earrings on a trip to mexico like we were in mexico and i saw yeah. earrings and i was like oh i'll get these for emma you know yeah, yeah. and i'll like ask her out that yeah, way yeah. and then oh, you yeah. i remember telling you because yeah. i think you were in the class with us or something and oh. uh you were like oh dude that's a great idea and looking back, you were totally like, "Oh, I gotta, wa I wanna watch this shit." Oh shit! So you come with me, and maybe I, I thought get... it was a good idea, but I was wondering yeah, maybe, how but... it was gonna play out. I was like, this is you give yourself this the benefit could of the be doubt. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this could be a really fucking gentlemanly move by this guy. Yeah, yeah. She might. Well, we'll see. She might love it. Yeah. Um, she uh, she didn't have her ears pierced. Oh my gosh! I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no way for you to have known. Like, I mean, like, well, yeah, so you're paying attention. Yeah, right. Whether or not she wore earrings. Or, yeah, or if you're gonna buy earrings for somebody, just like, yeah, check. Yeah, I just didn't. I had never done anything with a girl, let alone buy a gift for one. So I yeah. didn't exactly think like, oh, maybe a girl doesn't have pierced ears. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I I, I admit to that. Like, I wouldn't. I would just like assume but there's no reason to assume. Yeah. Um, Maybe she did, and then she just never wore earrings again to... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ooh, I don't have my ears. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually I just, does, yeah. 
<laughs> put a little bit of glue in there, you know? Yeah, right. A little bit of... Shows up with pearls the next day. It's like, these are clippings. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what was the... How did the story end up? Did she, did she happily She didn't take them. Uh, yeah, she was like, um, okay. I don't have my ears pierced. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and she was like, so... She's like, they're really nice, but I, you know, I, yeah, wait, I probably I shouldn't I take them. This. Yeah. I remember her being like, they're really nice, but, but something. And I guess it was that her ears weren't pierced. Right. Yeah. Go back. Oh my God. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's chill. We all, we all do stuff. Yeah. I don't I, regret it. My, <laughs> my turn to weed was like so fucking lame by me. Uh, Evan Rothstein was starting to hang out with like Oscar Vatra and uh, Patrick Walsh, you know, freshman Dude. year. Throwbacks. Starting yeah. to starting to smoke. And yeah. me, Joseph O'Brien, and Grant Pollock yeah. were like not about it. We were only playing yeah. video games at the time, yeah. not into drugs. And we made him step on this joint that he had and choose Who, uh, either Evan? Yeah. We made Evan step uh, on a joint me joseph and grant um saying you gotta pick us or weed yeah yeah and, good friends you know you're like it's an ultimatum <laughs> like <laughs> do you want us do you yeah. want your future <laughs> or, yeah. or this like, joint with your with your dare shorts, dare yeah. shorts on. he gosh. literally had one small joint in a ziploc bag and then we make him stomp on it just like this is disgusting um that was that was the greatest time to to smoke weed though i feel like worries were so we're so low later that day later that day joseph and grant left and it was Let's just go. me and evan and he just goes it's really not that bad man and i yeah. was like yeah i know but like you know they were we were just so yeah. like worried about you hanging out with those guys i think it was more about hanging out with them he's like well true it's because you don't smoke and i was like yeah, yeah i guess <laughs> that's true he's like you want to try it and i was like all right yeah so literally Hours after story. having me give him an ultimatum, an ultimatum uh -huh. Uh -huh. about our friendship, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll smoke that stomp joint. And we snuck into Kaufman's Garage, which was a huge smoke spot through high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except back He's then, like, we didn't even really hang out with him. So I smoked in Kaufman's yeah. Garage before I was even really good friends with Will. Man, this is such, these are such throwbacks. I remember yeah. that, yeah, because this was before weed was like, remotely like acceptable like anywhere yeah even though it was only what like less than a decade ago yeah. um and uh yeah just all the smoke spots and when that it was either at someone's garage or attic or it was train tracks or it was uh what's that melancrot dude behind my yeah. house melancrot such a bad like there were so many like good spots that were just terrible and out in the open that people yeah. would regularly go to it's just like yeah, yeah yeah you go by that bush yeah it's like just all right like, so 300 wilmette kids know about this bush and we're just gonna yeah. expect that like five houses on the block home. just don't <laughs> yeah. right. literally behind an old person's home people are walking their dogs yeah before they go to sleep and just a bunch of teenagers hanging out at some yeah. random park it's like it's like all right they're doing drugs just see one lighter like lighting up a guy's yeah. face literally yeah hey we made it work though Absolutely. You ended up going to fucking Brown, so I think it was all right. It, uh, you know, things happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? Well, obviously, you can't compare it to another school, but like, mm. I found 
the more people I meet that went to like Ivy League schools say it really isn't that much harder than like what we experienced in high school. Huh. It was just yeah. once you got in, it was like kind of the same. But I don't know yeah. if I believe that. What What's your yeah thought? yeah? There's like it's funny. There was a, a thing that went around maybe like my junior year, um, like ranking like how Ivy League. And it's, it was so petty and, like, elitist, at, like, especially now that I think about it. But it was, like, how, like, Ivy League schools and elite schools, quote-unquote, are perceived versus how they actually operate. Right. And it was, like, Harvard is, like, the hardest to get into but the easiest to graduate. Like, apparently Harvard has a really, uh, like, forgiving system with giving kids, like, all their kids A's for every yeah. class. I guess that's probably um, the main one I heard about. Yeah. And um, I would say Brown. I would say, like, I took a couple classes at Nutria that definitely prepared me for Brown. Yeah. But I also took some classes at Brown that were damn hard, bro. Like, literally, I tried taking a computer science class. I was like, this is not what I'm doing yeah. for, ever, for any time. Yeah. Um, but I would agree, like, yeah, the perception. It's more the environment, I would say, almost. You know, there are classes that are difficult, but the environment in general on campus was very, like, active, like, politically and socially active. Um, so you, I learned a lot of stuff about like the world, just I, like in the communities I was in. That's what it's it wasn't like more about. Yeah, but it wasn't like. I mean, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. it wasn't like probably like you know how it's perceived. You know, right, right. But yeah, it was a good time. I remember I came and visited you, you the homies at IU that one time. I stayed with Mather. I think I saw you and Rudy. And, oh yeah uh, what year was this that? was a long time ago and i yeah. was there for like a night i think yeah so yeah and that was earlier was in college right it was like beginning of sophomore year yeah. and me and paul drove up because we didn't start school till yeah, like september right, yeah and, i do remember uh, that so you i think we only saw you for like a minute we like yeah i didn't hang out with mather much at uh yeah 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 and by that point he was in uh beta party. and yeah beta that's right <laughs> now they're that's so funny that that whole fraternity is called Beta. And, like, yeah. nobody ever makes fun of that fact. <laughs> yeah. I just thought like of that. Second, like, second tier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not I mean, even it, alpha. Yeah. they were, like, probably one of the better houses on campus. So, I guess you could right, right. say yeah. it. It didn't yeah. have any merit. Yeah. It's still funny, though. I yeah. feel like it's a nice little beta. Like, you know, beta is, like, yeah. I literally you're a uh, beta. Could have been so many jokes. That's tough. Yeah. Hey, you have them in your back pocket now. Yeah, the next time, next time I show up at that house, ten year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next time I'm in town. Yeah, next time I'm, I'm over going. at the Beta House. Oh my gosh, man, what a time! I feel um, like George Costanza when he like thinks of the jerk store line like a week later. You ever watch? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, dude, what's his face just uh, passed away? Jerry, Jerry Stiller, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. He was. I'm literally looking at a Zoolander poster in my place right now yeah, he was yeah. um maury ballstein in that movie yeah i like so i i knew he was in seinfeld right yep um frank costanza's death or saw, his name is frank costanza sorry gotcha gotcha um but then when i was like seeing the articles coming out about him i was like i've definitely like icon you know you know when you see somebody and you're like i remember like a lot of movies or shows that came out at that time yeah. and i didn't i didn't realize zoolander was one of those one of those movies too yeah you're, he uh my favorite line and all that he's trying to pee 
and he's so old and his prostate is enlarged so like he can't ever get it out so he's just standing over the toilet he's like come on just give me a few drops and then you just literally hear like one drop and he goes that's what I'm talking about, baby. Was that Zoolander or yeah, that's Zoolander? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I remember exactly what you're talking about. I just don't remember where it was from. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. And uh, you ever watch King of Queens? Kevin um, James and uh, yeah, Pat Oswalt. I saw it like on TV. Back yeah, in the he's day. the dad that lives with him in the basement, and he's just gotcha. like a fucking class. He plays yeah, the yeah. same guy pretty much. I love but, it. Yeah, those are the best. The yeah. older 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 guys yeah i was literally a week ago talking to a friend of mine in my improv class about all of jerry stiller's roles we were like holy shit that's right he was in that and then wow yeah crazy are you still doing improv do you do it remotely are you able to i haven't tried it out um there's like there's a few different options there's like some virtual stand-up shows huh I went and watched one of them and it wasn't that cool, but I also apparently heard there's one that's like actually doing it better. They have some people that are like, you can't see them, but they're there in the headphones and they're laughing. So like they're the audience. So it kind of feels like you're performing more. Comedy is so like feeding off the vibes of the room and like, yeah, it's it's like this magical formula that you got to like, you got to have yeah. the completely right setup. Like, even if you're at, like, um, if you tried to do stand-up, like, at an outdoor venue, it immediately uh-huh. kind of loses some of its allure. A lot yeah, of it yeah. is about being in a tight space, yeah, yeah. dark room, yeah. uh, and, like, just cramming people in there so, so they feel anonymous, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. only the person on Ooh, stage like that's that. kind of got the light on them. And yeah. as long as that person is, like, confident and in control... Uh-huh they feel yeah. confident in control. And then because it's dark and they're so close, they feel comfortable to laugh at whatever because they don't feel like anyone's looking at them. Right, right. The amount of shows I've been at where like the lights were just a little light yeah. and you could just feel everybody kind of like- Else, yeah. You know, looking around and like, should I laugh at that? Cause I don't want to be yeah. perceived as someone who would laugh at that if somebody <laughs> who it's Damn. being made fun. Yeah, so. What a social experiment. Yeah, so it's a weird balance to find but improv, mm-hmm. I don't fucking, I don't know how you could do improv online because it's like. Yeah, you need scenes. <laughs> yeah, and you need like <laughs> timing, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, the whole latency problem. Dude, you know, I was just thinking, I'm just going to spit all this. Um, you ever been, have you ever heard of or ever been to So Far, so far Sounds? Yeah, um, I got a, I don't know a couple of people who uh, work with them. You know, Kate McHugh yeah, yeah. does. Oh, tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen her in a minute. But, yeah. um, Dude, like a so far sounds version of comedy or just like pop up. It's in the yeah. living room. It's real cramped and intimate. And it's right. just like a com- comic of the night. I was like, hmm. do they have that, that out in? No, no, I've, I've never heard of it. But I was like, when you said tight and cramped and intimate yeah. space, I immediately thought of those so far concerts. Right. Um, it'd be cool to do like a comedy version in theory. They, you know, my friend Brandon, who works with him too he was telling me to pitch one kind of like right before this all went down so that's a good reminder of that because that's a fun thing to do and those shows i feel like the audience feels like special to be because you get like invite you get like granted access yeah it's like a wait list right like you're in here's the address i'm like let's go it's like a kind of secret yeah. yeah they have a um it's also in la not 
any other cities. So just LA. So it's probably pretty far from you. But yeah, it's yeah. called um, Don't Tell Comedy. And they have mm-hmm. like these same exact thing, except it's specifically stand up. Um, wow. Pick a venue. Right. They don't tell you. Yeah. You get on a list. You get yeah. permission and then they show up. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone wants to feel exclusive these days. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's just the world we live in. <laughs> right. Something yeah. about when you have access to everyone and everything that's out there, just because it's on the internet, something about feeling, like, special. Is, yeah. Uh, sought after in every venue, really. That's why but, I'm going to make an OnlyFans. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. You know, just start off with Blowing a up three dollars a month and see hey. if i can just build that base dude are you on twitter yeah but i i don't really i got in too late so i missed like yeah. the uh everybody in high school following each other so i didn't get that initial Same. follower base and then when i started trying to follow the people from high school they pulled the shit of like yeah i'll accept it but i'm not following you back and i'm like yeah All slash, right. or maybe they don't use it anymore right. it's like kind of yeah right. a wave yeah, but um, I like how I, my, just, I like how my mind immediately went to they were spite they were spiting yeah. me. You're just like, well, maybe they're not on. No, nope. trash human beings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe they don't use it anymore. No, nope, they're ignoring me. <laughs> no, they're terrible they're and they hate me. They think canceled. I'm fat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Um. Oh, but I brought up Twitter because, uh, dude, it's funny shit on Twitter. I gotta say, and uh, one of the things was like someone was tweeting about dudes with only fans you know like dudes with only fans be like and it's like you know you got, i don't know it's just funny like guys that subscribe to other girls only fans or guys that have their own only fans both who do you follow it's who's your favorite toxic, follow though. yeah favorite follow honestly i just follow a lot of like either like journalists and writers or like music artists yeah and they're some of the funniest people on twitter because they're just unapologetic because they kind of like do their own thing yeah. And then Twitter's like their outlet slash therapist, which yeah. is a whole, you know, conversation within itself. Yeah. But um, like Freddie Gibbs is a rapper. Um, he's from Gary, Indiana, actually. Um, he's like middle aged, but he's he's like a really big underground rapper, but like fairly well known now. Um, but he t- uh, both on Instagram and Twitter, he's ridiculous. Like, he's a pretty lyrical rapper too. So when you hear him rap, you think he's pretty like woke and like yeah. aware and like uh, mature. <laughs> and then when he's on Instagram and Twitter, bro, it's like he's always raunchy. I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Like raunchy shit. Yeah. My one of my favorites is Crystalia, and his yeah, bio yeah. on Twitter is the best. He's just like, uh, he's like people complaining about Twitter, this shit is free. You want something good, you gotta pay for it. He's like, I'm like just putting up random shit. It's like, you're getting the cheap thoughts. You wanna pay, you want something that's expensive, you gotta buy a ticket to something that I prepared for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Or your OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. You should see my butthole on OnlyFans. (laughs) If you think this is good. I'm not even gonna lie, I was just like, yeah, I got to your piss. Yep. I thought, but, first, I thought you meant a coffee shit, and I was just like, well, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> you could have taken your gotta, time, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow, that would have been impressive. Right? Mission in and out, you know? Yeah. Do you but I wipe? appreciate your flexibility. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm good. Yeah. Just showered, I, too. So I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got a lot of, lot of video chats to get on today. This is important. No wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, we're pretty much Sorry, an hour. Yeah. We're pretty much an hour in, and I haven't even gotten to the on this day. Do you want to go through some of these things? And then I'm rocking with it. Yeah. Also, is this like is this like live recording podcast? But you, yeah, you chop it up. Yeah. Word. Nice. Yeah. I probably won't take out like much, but I mean, I probably yeah. won't say that you didn't wipe your ass. You know those things. <laughs> That's what I figured. I figured yeah. it was like recording and chopping up. Right. Like, you see in Henry the Fourth of France. Yes, I am. Beauty. Dude, All right, so fly. look at him. Yeah, is that even is that a beard? Like, are those right? beard clips, or is that like a turtleneck type of? Yeah, or is it a scarf? A yeah, puffy, like, or is it a, a a neck brace? I. Is he okay? <laughs> he's uh he's got a rare um, spinal issue, so he go. can't hold it up straight oh my god so that's kind that's of like a, that's a brace yeah. that's the original neck pillow boom oh that looks more comfortable than my neck pillow i yeah. gotta say well you know certain techniques okay ahead. here's back um certain technologies were lost since the 1610s okay so it's a little <laughs> bit it's a little bit darker than we're making it out to be but there's three different it. examples of this Assassination of Henry the Fourth of France brings the nine-year-old Louis the Eighth to the throne. So wow. this guy gets killed. They wanted to take him, take his neck uh, pillow, and steal the technology, and yes. so they bring a nine-year-old to the throne. Wow. Then same fucking thing. Wait, is that? Wait, yeah, that's the eighth. That's the okay. So oh, that's Louis a... Louis 13th? reigned for a while. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. X is 10, I before the V is 4. Boom. Yes. Um, so that guy's, his kid becomes king of France at 4. So we have a 9-year-old ruler, a 4-year-old ruler. And you're thinking like, okay, 1600s at least, you know. But then in 1995, oh, man. lots of stuff. The Dalai Lama... Proclaims a six-year-old Gedhun Choeki Niima, the eleventh reincarnation of the Panchen Lama, Tibet's second most spiritual senior spiritual leader. That's pretty wild. That was nineteen ninety-five. What was he talking about? Where the Dalai Lama was like Neo from the Matrix, right? Yeah, where he was. He was like, you know what? This kid's nose looks a lot like mine. I think he is going to be pretty damn spiritual. Yeah, I, I mean, either that or he was spitting facts at six. He was just like, bro, what is life? He just, was like, word. He was playing the uh, the why game that kids love to do, just why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> and Dalai Lama was like, holy shit, I never thought of it like that. Wow, you're enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> the one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, because, you know, God is overseeing and he's all powerful. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Prophet, yeah, he's the, the, the one. Prophet, good, good, whatever his name was. Good, yeah. Nima. I think I'm getting Nima pretty much spot on. There you the go. Other one, the other ones. Hey, bro, that's thirty three percent. You're good. Thank you. Yeah, and the middle yeah. name, nobody, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> the main thing is he's the Panchen Lama, and that's for sure yeah. how you pronounce that. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? That's that's pretty incredible. You know, where, where were we at when we were six? Yeah, dude, how shitty would that be to get like to become the king of France when you're four? 
Like, I mean, I guess back then, you know, it's not like people were going on Twitter and shitting on you, but yeah, they're talking about your back more and trying to kill you, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, these well, people are just getting frequently killed. This on this day segment, um, it started. Do you remember Mr. Miller from like from, junior high? Kind of chubbier substitute I, teacher who always yeah, did a, a totally actually. totally useless information. He would the tell homie. you, yeah, like big homie. So he was the guy who founded Great Gilson Day Camp, which wow. like all my best friends growing up went to, yeah. and then I worked at, and then ran myself for like five summers. Yeah. So then it's I funny. would always do this to keep it going. Yeah. So now I do it on the podcast. Love it. There are so many, so many tough things that happen in history where you kind of have to be like, all right, I guess we're not going to cover it all. It's like a lot of World War II stuff, a lot of fucking. A lot of dark shit. A lot of dark stuff. And then it'll be like Ted Williams batted three home runs in a doubleheader. It's like, I don't understand how these are relevant. Yeah. Who's curating this? Yeah, who is the guy in charge of on this day? And yeah. sometimes it is just very vague. It'll be like uh, a hurricane wiped out a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> Millions of people somewhere. It's just like it was uh it was tough. It was wet. Yeah, a tornado came through and it was windy. Boom. Yeah. Just hella vague or way too specific. Right, yeah. And then yeah. you're like, maybe don't get so specific on, like, the number of Jews that had to flee this country. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, dude, Jewish people yeah. are very, they have a tough time on this website. Yeah, they are uh, well represented in terms yeah. of their history. All right. That's good, I guess. Dude, right. I just, side note, Go have ahead. you seen Unorthodox on Netflix? No. About Hasidic Judaism? It's like, I think it's, like, pretty, like, Hasidic judaism mm-hmm. as a like topic slash lifestyle slash culture is like all over like netflix and media these days um at least i've seen like three different uh like series i guess yeah um but it's hella interesting um just because like it's super like they're getting a lot of flack and like you know i don't necessarily have a stance on this because like you know everyone especially if you opt in like everyone should you know be able to do what they want as long as you're not hurting anybody but um, they've been getting a lot of flack because, um, well, one, they like, by like the community in Brooklyn, New York, like violated COVID regulations to attend the funeral of one of the rabbis who died from COVID and they were just all packed into the streets. So they were getting a bunch of shit for that. And then also because like their lifestyle, like is very demeaning and degrading to women and like takes away a lot of their rights and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you brought, yeah. I was just thinking about it because it's a really good show. Yeah, um, unorthodox. Unorthodox. I have no idea. Like, I can't attest to how like accurate it is. Like, right. But in t- as far as entertainment and what seemed to be education, I was rocking with it. You know what's interesting is literally the biggest Hasidic Jewish population in Chicago is five blocks this way. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's right I mean, next here. to Skokie and Lincolnwood. It's in this part of West oh, wow. Ridge. Yeah. Do you know going along McCormick when you get to the mall, the Lincolnwood yeah. Mall? Yeah, and yeah. Along the left, where there's kind of like the river, you can't see the uh-huh. river because it. Co- but yeah. there's like those five giant apartment buildings. I don't remember those, but I know you're, like so the area you're talking about. They only allow Hasidic Jewish people to live in those, and then yeah. the whole community around me is just very uh, Jewish. Yeah. 
apparently yeah. we are one of the hotbeds for COVID because they uh, kept going to Temple beyond. Yeah, they're just was hanging out. Yeah, it's big community out there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I used to play baseball over there. It's crazy. In uh, Lincolnwood. Yeah, like I guess it yeah, was technically yeah, you're right. It was technically Evanston that I used yeah. to play baseball in, but it was like you cross that river and then you're at like near Lincolnwood Mall. Right. Yeah. It's a cool spot over here. I mean, there's a lot of Jews, but we adjust. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, you know, Judaism is nothing new to us, but it is interesting mm. seeing the fucking garb that they have to put on. And when I moved yeah. in, it was the middle of summer and it was robes, giant hats. The women had yeah. to wear so much, you know, mm -hmm. it was just insane. I was like, this can't be enjoyed. Uh, very um very strong tradition tradition yeah yeah thank god my family did not get me involved in a tradition that involved layers because yeah I, like you're, you're around layers yeah i don't know if you noticed but i even get sweaty with these headphones on and a t-shirt <laughs> and just sitting doing hey, a podcast you're you're the host though you know you got that energy so it makes sense yeah, but I, got, yeah I got you yeah yeah <laughs> It was funny the I, I look back and watch the first podcast I did of this, and it, it oh, feels yeah. so weird to – it's a lot better when I have a person here. Uh, yeah. But when I would do – and even then, my brother would be here for a lot of them. Uh, yeah. But when I would do just alone by myself, the energy I would yeah. have is just, like, so low. I feel so weird uh, about getting, like, yeah. up into it because you're just talking to yourself. For, you're just talking yeah you're literally just talking that is so interesting these, so these are more fun because it does feel yeah. like live comedy a little bit more and yeah i'm like yeah and you're more of a host and like conversating with someone and like driving a conversation yeah as opposed to just like talking yeah and like yeah, trying to cool. riff a bit for yeah 20 minutes and just hoping it came out funny and then you yeah, watch back you're true. like mm, i kind of went down a weird lane here and that <laughs> probably would have been the funnier part yeah those are probably some of the most honest conversations you'll ever have though those ones where you're just blabbing into a microphone yeah. when i when i get famous from comedy i'll uh put those on my, i'll put those on my only fans as kind of exclusive Boom. exclusive content the the back in the day content yeah you get a podcast and a polaroid signed how i made this on npr just to throw back uh Jack Mac, Jack's Tap episodes. Yeah, Jack's Oops. Tap only fans. They call you Jack Mac, by the way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, tight, tight, tight. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was. Uh, you'll you'll forever be Jack Mac. <laughs> I know that's whole. Sure. It's fucking. Um, it's dope. I love it. Obviously, yeah. More people, I feel like know they would like know my nickname before they even met me. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, you're Jack Mac. All right, for sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I'm like nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Like yeah, but. Um, in college, the first two years, it like completely stopped, and I was yeah. like not having it, you know. Yeah. But I didn't want to all of a sudden just be like, you know, people call me Jack Mac. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that'd be so fucking yeah. lame. But okay. My I'll junior try. year, I when I joined improv, when I started comedy, they already had uh -huh. a Jack in the group, and nice. it was pretty there clear I was. It was pretty clear I was getting in. But in the interview afterwards, their last question was like. Now we already have a Jack in the group. Do you see this being an issue? And I was like, not at all, yeah, because I would like to fact. get this nickname back. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> nice. A little yeah. two-year hiatus. And then right. And then 
like I never left. At the end of the show, we would always say collectively we're Midnight Snack Comedy, but individually we are, and then we would okay. say our names. And then I would always say Jack Mac. So my friends that didn't know me as Jack Mac, they were like, uh, fucking Jack Mac, what's this? I'm like, well, you know, yeah. it was my nickname, and there's another yeah. Jack. They're like, oh, okay, Jack Mac, I like it. I was like, yeah. Honestly, that's the best, where it just organically, like, exactly. your life. If like, I, you didn't force it, it just happened if i had forced it the amount of shit i would have gotten and uh had them <laughs> yeah, sarcastically questions. call me jack back you know yeah for real right i love it i love that evolution yeah and uh so now i just have the kids call me mr jack mac and we're all good oh no no, Man, no that's no, dope not really no it's, it's mr mcwilliams yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah mr jack mac yeah. mr mac um <laughs> yep. some people just straight up call me mac you know what's funny is my great grandpa and my grandpa, their nicknames were Mac. My dad's huh. was Bo Mac. He's Bob, and then I think I'm Jack. You told Mac. me that a minute ago. Bo, I remember Bo Mac. Yeah, and then That's Jack Mac. Honestly, the coolest one. Mine rhymes, fine. but Bo, like I don't know. Yeah, it just is a cool. Yeah, badass. I'm trying to Mac. think of like what I would name a kid to make it work but i think mac, just yeah it could just go back to mac or something because like you wouldn't think yeah. bob would work with it but it bob actually mac. sounds yeah, tim yeah. mac <laughs> t mac gary mac oh t mac t mac there you go. Any, yeah. any of the t's right nice there's a ton of fucking mac nicknames yeah i love what? it it's fire do you know barstool yeah yeah i'm a big fan <laughs> you don't like them anymore well, I don't, I don't like them. I think, well, maybe it just got out of hand. <laughs> it's, you know, you're I, scrolling and then it's yeah, like, oh. dude. <laughs> if you're like trying to follow the whole thing, it is like, all right, that's uh, that's yeah, an overwhelming yeah. company. Quality, yeah, I listen to like part of my take and their rundown. But yeah, apparently yeah. they have a guy that works there that's named Jack Mac. And I'm just like, no fuck. way. I was like, fuck. Yeah, there goes my chance. <laughs> nah, nah. Guess I'm moving out. You LA. replace him. Yeah. 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 Dude, let me know if that. Uh, that's sick. Like, I love that. You know, just why not? LA, New York. Like, if you yeah. ever just like bite that bullet. I'm going to go at some point yeah. to visit at least. I don't know right. when yeah. we're going to be able to, but I will hit you yeah. up. Obviously, you're in Sacramento. Yeah. How far away is Sacramento from LA? So, I'm in NorCal. So, like, SF is like two hours from Sac. Yeah. Or no, SF is like an hour from Sac and like San Jose, like some of these areas in NorCal. Yeah. LA is like six hours south of yeah. everything. Right. But honestly, I've been I've been going to LA at least a couple times a year. So yeah. let me know. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and when I go out there, I want to go there for like at least a week. But I'd love to because I don't work over the summer. Right. Right. Yeah. At least not last summer. I used to work at the camp, but mm -hmm. um, I tried to just do like comedy full time last year. So I, yeah, the plan was to try and do that for like a month or so in LA, yeah. but you know they're closed forever i guess and yeah live performances will never yeah. be allowed to happen again yeah like i probably won't dj for a while because yeah. you know no one's no one's going to listen to anything in a group anymore <laughs> have you done any live streams have you tried that i haven't um you know honestly i haven't just because a lot of like there's one dj that made it like really popular uh, yep. dj d nice he literally had like oh, a million people like in his room um like celebrities were in there snoop dogg was like yo this is fire like oprah was in there yo this is dope Dang. like it's crazy and then once he did it 
every yeah. like DJ and producer I know like started doing live streams. Yeah. Um, so like I could have hopped on it, but I didn't want to be honest. I didn't want to like DJ and there be maybe like two people in my room. Yep. People peep in, they realize no one else is there, and they don't want their name to pop up. So they peep back out. Yeah. But honestly, I might do it because I do miss DJing, and I'll just play yeah. music and like not right. pay attention to the screen. But, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. Dude, I go back and forth all the time on this with comedy of like even with this like this podcast is a perfect example of like everybody's doing a podcast so why would i do one and then mm. everybody's doing a podcast so why wouldn't i do one and it's yeah, so yeah. hard for me to like keep yeah. in the same mentality of like just keep uh -huh. going with whatever you're doing because like yeah. you enjoy it even if nobody's fucking watching but those exactly. live streams are tough because you literally see nobody's watching it right now and this is the only time they're gonna be able to watch it for me i yeah. can kind of lie to myself and be like well you know yeah. five people watched it but you know it's up there forever that's a good point because there's like this this um age of live streaming or whatever like say like tv was the thing before the flash and stuff like you don't see who's tuning in or maybe you do i don't know like, people are like airing a show i know, with you, I know like, on netflix they don't tell anybody their numbers yeah right like um but it's it's almost created a more self-conscious culture because you can see who's paying attention to you and yeah. no one's paying attention to you in the moment even if people might watch it later on you're you because no one's there in the moment as you're doing it you kind of feel like self-conscious like oh maybe i'll never do this ever again this it's is slightly like, uh, tangential but wasn't instagram supposed to get rid of likes yeah you remember that yes that they was were. a big was like, thing oh, that was it was a big thing. And I remember people even saying like, oh, so this is fun. And I remember certain people being like, well, this sucks. I can't see. And I was like, yeah. it never got rid of There's it on no mine. Problem. Yeah, no, never happened. Yeah. Um, and they just. They just forgot about it. They just wanted <laughs> the, the, the PR. They just wanted all that. They wanted to get a few likes. Yeah, there you go. Reverse psychology, bro. Yeah. Third eye. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's always like the first, I think. The first episode I got, I got like over a hundred people watching it, you know, but it was like, yeah, yeah. they watched like five minutes of an hour and mm, 15 minutes know, or something. Tough. And then you just always see one person always views the whole thing and it's my parents. So, oh, hey, yeah. you gotta start somewhere. And that's where I'm always telling myself is like, yeah, yeah if you love it, you're gonna keep doing it, you're gonna keep growing, keep getting better, learning different things. And then you won't even remember what you were when you had like one right. or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah mad respect bro i think i told you that via text before we hopped on this call but like i love Please to see you doing your praise thing. me again. i know you've always been in the comedy you've always been you man you've always been a jokester whether it was like being a class clown or like just with the homies like Thanks, it's cool bro. to just see you like keep that shit up yeah yeah i've taken it to instead of just oh my god looking back at the way i was in junior high especially with teachers yeah i feel so bad yeah. especially now that i'm working at a school but you yeah. were also like homies with them, right? Like that's what yeah. I always tell yeah. the story I, is like right. you weren't that like hateable student. Right. You just happened to be funny too. Yeah. Like kids would laugh and they'd be like, Jack. <laughs> right. Like Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Yeah, you're right. Well, but the it thing, was like respect. Yeah. The thing was is like I had a longer leash, but then I took advantage of it. What I should have done is just been like, All right, mm. I'm cool with all these and it wasn't even so much that I pissed off the teachers. It was just like looking back, it would have been funnier of me to not try and make the joke every time and like i got really good at it in college dude dude i would make fucking uh, this is sounds so cocky but there's several times i made a giant lecture hall of like two to three hundred people like 
laugh as a whole group by saying yeah. like a joke so yeah. like looking back on it it was super ballsy if i because yeah. like there was one in microeconomics i wish i remembered what i said but <laughs> the teacher yeah. was kind of rambling about this thing that everybody kind of understood and he was just going way too over it and then yeah um there was just like a pause and i just blurted out so loud like this quick joke because i was like I can't say this and have nobody hear it. So I got to yeah. make sure everybody hears it. And I'm yeah. looking back, it's like, well, if that didn't work, then that's going to be fucking weird. Uh, yeah, true. There was I like mean, a, hey, you got to take risk yeah. it to get the biscuit, bro. But it fucking worked. And I, I remember yes. just like this micro teacher that is like a huge asshole just started laughing. It was just like, you know, I normally, but yeah. that was pretty good. And so I if, I, if I was trying to be that dick every five minutes and just be like, well, true. Everyone oh, that's like, what you're right. saying, like, yeah, it's about like, high school. <laughs> let's calm down a little bit, guy. Like, pick and choose so that yeah. when it actually happens, we are surprised yeah. you enjoy it. Whereas back in, especially yeah, junior yeah. high, I was just, everything the teacher said, I was like, what's the joke? And I'm going to say yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're exploring it, though. You know, you're figuring it's out true. your level of comedy. And that's true. You're probably your own voice, your humor. Right. You got to test it all out, you know? Yeah. Just throw everything in the everything yeah yeah i remember <laughs> then it gets one, refined by the time you get to college and you gotta you gotta pick in a whole econ class back I, micro micro econ 300 plus people yeah, don't even remember bro. the joke but oh, yeah. leg legendary moment but you remember the moment yeah and that was before i started doing live comedy that must have yeah, been yeah. when i knew <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is my shiny moment holy shit there's a future in this yeah <laughs> i just get up i'm like i'm out of here i don't yes, need this i quit <laughs> hey there handsome dads just want to take a quick break from the action to get to our latest sponsor uh now you're probably wondering what's that beautiful garb you got around your neck i thought you hated things around your neck well not barry's black and gold scarves the essential part of Barry's black and gold scarves is the light touch that it has around your neck while still providing firm results so you still get the great scarf feeling, none of the tight grip. It doesn't matter how hot it is outside, it doesn't matter how cold it is, you're always gonna wanna leave your house with a Barry's black and gold scarf. Before I wore Barry's black and gold scarves, I had never owned a scarf in my life. Now I own one. You wouldn't caught me dead in a different colored scarf. And during these tough times, Barry's black and gold scarf can be turned into Barry's black and gold face mask. Barry's black and gold scarves, the only colors that matter. The last two months feels like its own fucking 50 years. Dude, like, the month of March really felt, like, so long. I remember, like, when it ended, everyone was making memes about how March felt like a year. Yeah. But then I was like, actually, if I, like, her, my girlfriend's birthday is March 8th, um, and, like, her birthday had felt like it happened so long ago because right. between her birthday and like the start of april we had like like the government had shut down like everything had shut down we had canceled our trip we had moved from sf to like yeah, sack geez, you like, had so much going on oh my god yeah and the world was just on fire i think yeah but hey we're uh, we got the fire extinguishers you know we're good hey good thing Figured that you did triple jump all those years so you could uh jump around to all those different spots <laughs> hey hey that's hey, how you get yeah. out of an episode of jack's tap with a sh with a nice hey, dad joke to top it off <laughs> honestly those are the best yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan and supporter and 
participator in dad jokes. Thanks for always standing in our corner. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, dad. Is there anything like ridiculous happening in your life or anything you've seen online worth, <laughs> worth chopping it up about? Um, there's one, there's one clip. This is not at all what you were asking, but this guy <laughs> in 2016 apparently did the first backflip while surfing. So I have a clip of that. But in my That's life, pretty sick. Do you want to see it? I'm, I'm pretty open. <laughs> Sounds pretty, pretty incredible. Is it up for you? Yeah, it is. I love that you you had it up. I'm prepared, man. I'm not sweating over here for no reason. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, Gabriel Medina. Nice little slow mo. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, that man. I think it replays. That was it 2016 it. they did their first backflip. Yeah. Oh, the slow mo. That's so dope. How did it like, not? He's on water, bro. Yeah. It also looked like he was he overshot it. It looked like he had like a flip and a half in that, but it just kind of yeah, paused. Yeah. yeah. Probably goes to show how hard it is to flip a giant surfboard. Yeah. Human beings, bro. You ever go surfing in California? I never have, still yeah. haven't. Honestly, it's pretty cold up here in NorCal. Yeah, like, it's more of uh, like a San Diego, LA thing. Yeah, like people go, but you need a wetsuit. You, you need like, and I get sick pretty easily, so I was like, mm, not for me, chief. But yeah. I'm gonna try and go. I think if we end up, if I end up in SoCal at some point, or like yeah. Costa Rica or something like that, where it's hella popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was this and like, uh, have you seen some of the? I've already shown it all, so I don't know if I should show it again, but all the murder hoarded stuff. <laughs> uh, ish. So like a little bit. A murder hornet um, like will go into a beehive and like decapitate them all. But yeah. in Japan, the bees have been surviving with these giant murder hornets forever, so they know yeah. how to fuck them up. Have you seen what they do? <laughs> they uh, I think I saw a very short clip of like a, like a, like a bunch of honeybees right like something like that like fucking up a murder hornet like yeah fucking them up yeah they fly around it i like how yeah. i'm doing the wings like this yeah <laughs> here's a visual here's they a visual cause, yeah they cause friction hey and it it helps burns yeah, yeah. Alive. oh yeah. yeah 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 literally yeah Dude, they literally nuts. suffocate and burn alive this giant murder hornet and there's this clip of a, of a murder hornet coming into the the nest and they're all just posting up they're waiting and of course they have to sacrifice wow. one bee so one poor bee has to get start getting eaten and then just everybody the whole fucking nest just swarmed it was badass that is crazy yeah yo have you ever watched like planet earth or like you know nat yeah. geo david attenborough <laughs> yes yes exactly i love you some david <laughs> that's that good shit yeah um apparently murder hornets are known as a delicacy in japan like people eat them really that's what I read. That I might like, just be damn. some good branding by them to be like, we got to get rid of these right? fucking hornets. Let's make people it's eat PR. them. PR. It's all PR. The media. So I, I remember that bit trying, people were trying to make the Asian carp into a meal and it was like, no, nah, this fish tastes terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if there's <laughs> any amount of lemon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Salt. Right. Well, no, we're going to braise it. Yeah. 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 But a different cooking technique. So the murder hornet also went one-on-one -on -one with a mouse and it beat it but then i got i went down a rabbit hole a praying mantis beat the shit out of a murder hornet one-on-one -on -one. i mean 
praying mantises are badass. Dude, but. I saw a praying mantis take down a hummingbird. The what? praying mantis <laughs> is posted up on a bird feeder, and this oh my all God. these hummingbirds are coming around. They're so fucking fast, and they're like, okay, this they're kind of like this praying mantis is yeah, on so here, fast. but like, what? A, you know, who cares? And then okay. one finally has the balls. He puts its beak up to the feeder, and just in like a split second, this praying mantis grabs it. And oh my gosh! Apparently I mean, they've they got, got the... yeah, dude. They've got insane leverage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like blades at the edge of their. Can you imagine if like insects, especially a praying mantis, were like our size? I was just thinking about Rick and Morty, and I think there's yep. that that yeah, yeah that episode where they like evolved into like a praying mantis type yeah. thing. I was like, damn, that's yeah. nasty. It would quality I think show though. All it is is uh, the oxygen levels. So yeah. like yeah, yeah. insects get bigger with the more oxygen in the air. So global warming. Like back in the day let's keep when it going. humans were <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this thing chugging. I see why we're um, doing it. Fucking yeah. Henry Ford ran into a praying mantis. He's like, he knew. let's come up with some type of teamwork situation to get rid of this thing. He knew early yeah. on. Right. What were you going to say? Yeah, uh, oil companies. Um, oh, yeah, back in the day. Um, right. Like before humans, like yeah. you go to the – Field Museum? I think Something it was Field like Museum. That. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, when there's just more oxygen in the atmosphere, like insects were like the size of the laptops. I'm just like, oh my God. That's That'd be, that would be the scariest shit. That's a lot of juice on the bottom of my shoe. The society yeah. would be just permanently in a stay at home order. Yeah. Locked <laughs> down. Yeah. Um, oh I'm glad. I yeah. guess one of the unintended or maybe intended yeah. positive consequences of yeah. all of our greenhouse gas emissions. <laughs> I was an environmental management major in college, if you didn't know. Oh, word. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Um, you, do you know who I've gotten really close to since since high school, who I wasn't that tight with in high school, is Elliot Wezerick. Oh, really? He's, uh, he's out here in SAC, actually. Nice. Um, he's, he's always such a good guy. Like, yeah, good guy, really smart, really yeah. – um, just like aware like he's really into the environment where did stuff. he go to school he went to usc I, down yeah in LA. that's right that's right that's right yeah yeah and i remember so seeing a bunch of the environmental stuff yeah yeah and back then i was thinking i was like man i gotta hit him up because this is what i'm gonna be doing and then yeah little did i know that i just was very interested in the environment and didn't want to <laughs> yeah pursue a career do much yeah, yeah. It's, i was like oh everything's fucked and uh <laughs> government can't it doesn't get the funding or respect to do it or the proper to tools. And that's the, mm -hmm. the path I'm headed down. Yeah. I had a teacher who worked, he was like the main environmental management teacher. He worked for the EPA for like 20 years. Oh, shit. And he just would speak so depressingly about like what the first few years of our typical career would be like. And then uh, the summer between my, seen my junior and senior year he died of a heart attack oh my gosh yeah and i was like yeah. okay That's dark shit. shit yeah like this guy yeah. Yeah. enjoyed the job more than anybody else and it still yeah. drove him to have a heart attack because of how oh stressful just trying yeah. to save the world is and feeling that personal responsibility public service man i um i've done like a little bit of a like just like opinion op-ed journalism um, just on medium or whatever i wrote this one article about like it's called uh red pill blue pill mm -hmm. 
to damn see i wrote the article i don't even know what it's called but basically it's about like the two methods of like changing the world right there's like the public service component you go to law school you burn out and then you're just like stressed but you're like doing public service or you do what bill gates did you start a multi-billion dollar company you give into capitalism but then you have all this money to throw at like environmental change and stuff and debatably bill gates has had more of an impact than like yeah i'm not even sure if you can debate immigration lawyer yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah i mean like what i came away with with my degree was like we need a hundred elon musks and not Mm. the epa yeah Yeah. people to just make get the money and do something good with it yeah like hopefully right because as long as we're going to be a capitalist society we will never at least seemingly we'll never fully integrate all the negative consequences of like environmental yeah. issues yeah until it's way too late and like uh you're like oh flint doesn't have clean water and right. it's like well we could have done something before but now that it's tainted it's like we don't have money and we're just not going to get it done and or resources it still hasn't gotten done and that's the case all over the country with all mm-hmm. of these fucking things and, and even someone like Bill it, Gates, who yeah. throws millions of dollars at it, can't right. even fix it. Yeah. It's like, and he's, you know, trying to not only fix America, but the world. So it's like, yeah. and you only have, and then people say that he's a child molester and that he's trying to, you know, yeah, <laughs> give the world autism with a COVID vaccine. It's like, dude, if we can't even trust Bill Gates, like yeah. if we can't let Bill Gates do his thing, then we're fucked. Can't let Bill Gates be Bill Gates. Yeah, you got to let Bill Bill, man. Yeah, exactly. Like to anyone, yeah. some people watch that like TED talk of him predicting this pandemic, and they're like, "So he yeah. must have done it, right?" It's like, yeah. Or he could be a smart guy who is aware that viruses exist. Yeah, he could read. Maybe he reads. <laughs> yeah. Well, he probably wants to indoctrinate society, or, or. He's a good guy that does a lot of philanthropy with billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll see. I think we all have a choice and a path. Bill Gates. And let's follow it. Yes. Facts. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. Red pill, blue pill on medium.com. There's a little bit extra to that, but check out Taylor Alarcon. Also, TaylorAlarcon.com. Also, Phil... What is it on Instagram? Philosophician. Oh, yeah. I was about to say yeah, Phil. You're, you're good. Phil Somatican. Philosopher. <laughs> Phil Somat I can can work. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Kind of like the, the I can at the end. Right. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Shout out Jack's Tap. You know, this has been great. Thanks, man. Yeah. Would love to have you on I'm, again. I'm excited to see the evolution of this, bro. Honestly. Like, Thanks. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. If you'd like to come on again, maybe you can be uh, one of the recurring people I have as we kind of just keep growing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm unemployed, bro, so just get my line. We'll do. I'll keep tabs on it, though. I'll keep a tap on it, though. Nice. Nice. Way to end it. Gotta get one last one in, you know? Gotta end it on a dad (laughs) joke, just like we do. (laughs) Boom. Yes, exactly. See, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, you're fucking accustomed to culture. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Took you the full episode. Yeah, it took me an hour and 40 yeah. minutes. You want to do it all over again now that you really got the vibe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good talking to you, man. Hi, brother. Yeah, I'll yeah. hit you up when I'll it's talk out. to you soon. Yeah. Yeah, let me know. Peace. Peace.
Don't you miss it?